energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. You know, life has never looked so uncertain as it does right now. Across the U.S., people are being paralyzed into indecision, humming and hawing about everything. Feeling flustered and shutting down. Avoiding that issue. The money one. But bleak as it might look, there may be a silver or even a gold lining. If you work for years before COVID, you could have a 401k sitting around gathering dust or even an old IRA we could help with. Working for your old company when it could be working for you. We're not talking peanuts either. Some plans have thousands of dollars in them. To find out more about unlocking your hidden treasure, call the team at Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, Noble Gold is giving away the U.S. Mint's own solid silver 5-ounce $1 Apollo 11 moon landing coin with each qualifying gold or silver IRA. So it's worth jumping on the phone and calling 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me this Thursday, September 3rd. 2020 thank you for joining me yes yes thank you so much thank you so much it is we are rather 60 days 12 hours 56 minutes and 48 47 46 45 seconds away from november 3rd what an amazing time to be alive Thank you for joining me this wonderful evening. So I'm pretty sure that you, most of you, for those, I mean, those who saw Joe Biden today, you heard Joe Biden went to a church and Joe Biden was speaking inside of a church. And now mind you, it was a black church. And it seems that the Democrats always seem to find their way. They seem to kind of slither their way into the black church at some point because they have to go to the black church to try to lure in black people. Joe Biden today went to the church. I guess this is the church of the home, the church home of Jacob Blake and his family. So he decides to take a trip there, him and his wife, and to talk to the family. Now, mind you, the story I heard was that the family rejected talking to President Trump. They didn't want to talk to President Trump. 
Now, this comes on the heels after what last week where the, the mother apologized publicly to President Trump for what happened, for all of the craziness. But now the family doesn't want to speak to Trump. And then you have the liberal media. They're saying that President Trump went there to showboat, to take all the limelight, to suck all the oxygen out of the room. When President Trump doesn't want the violence, he doesn't want the chaos. And if wrongdoing was done, then, you know, then that needs to take place. But in this case, I'm still going to stick with what I said from the get go. Anytime police officers have their guns drawn on you and you're walking away from them, you're subject to get shot. All right, you're, and you're subject to go to jail for, first of all, because you're at that point, he was basically resisting arrest. I mean, seriously, if you, if the police officers are drawn like this on you and you're just walking away and you're not complying, you're basically without them even touching you, you are resisting arrest. Now, some people don't want to, uh, understand some people don't agree to that and some people don't want to look at it that way but that's exactly what it is you are you are resisting arrest when it comes to that and most people know it most people understand it but most people just try to ignore it but you are you are deliberately existing or resisting arrest when it comes to what the when the police officers tell you to do something now, Joe Biden today, he went in a church and, and at first I'm just sitting there watching him, listening to him. And I'm like, man, you know, he's lying about this. He's lying about that. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, he's in a church straight up lying. What does that say about a person that goes into church that's supposed to be the house of God where we worship God? And lie, blatantly lie, and make up fairy tales and just make up stuff. What does that say about a person? Or maybe Joe Biden was just paraphrasing, or maybe Joe Biden was just doing a parody on how he think President Trump thinks, or what he think President Trump's motives are. Maybe that's what Joe Biden was doing. But you know what? Joe Biden going into church straight up lying dude if you're a christian and i've and i've constantly said this if you're a christian how are you a democrat in the first place but now see joe biden keeps showing that he's racist and 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 he's completely he to me him doing what he did in church today says he's completely against god or he, at least he's against god's word how do you go in church and straight up lie like that Explain that one to me, Joe. So, of course, I have a little bit of Joe here that I want to share with everybody. And this is this is Joe talking in the church and straight up lying. Straight up lying. And then over on the Criminal News Network and MSDNC, they're like praising him because of the stuff that he is talking about. And of course. The one episode where it was not deliberate against a leftist liberal, Joe Biden brought up Charlottesville. 
because they have nothing else. Just like my broadcast last night, I kept asking if you have video of conservative Christians, Republicans out there burning businesses, burning up vehicles, attacking people, send me the video. See, you can't send me the video because there there is no video and you can't talk about Charlottesville. Charlottesville is not the same thing, but they keep bringing up Charlottesville because they have nothing else. And and people who don't want to think beyond anything that they're being told believe every single thing that's coming out of Joe Biden's pie hole. York, that that area goes right through my city. And uh and I used to interview clients down in the basement of that train station before they arraigned. And, um, and here I was uh, thinking that, and we have the eighth largest black population of any state in the nation as a percent of population. And we were, to our great shame, a slave state. And uh, although we were one of those border states who fought on the side of the north, thank God, but... Uh, Anyway, make a long story short. <laughs> Thank God. But anyways, make a long story short. Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now, you know, he's talking about the, the you know, they never say it. They never say it. And I rarely hear. I've, I don't think I've ever heard anybody else say it. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I, I'm not taking credit for it. But the fir- the first civil war was against Republicans and Democrats. The Democrats wanted to keep black people as slaves. The Republicans wanted to free them. Republican was the party of black people and white people. The Democrats wanted to keep black people enslaved. So the first civil war was against the Democrats and Republicans. But he and the rest and a a lot of people always just say the North and the South. But he is racist. His daddy was racist. His family was racist, and now he's in a black church doing the same thing they did back in the past to convince black people to stay on that mental plantation. Listen. Um, what happened was uh, I thought black and whites would be in my city talk to each other again. And here I was then, literally 40 years later to the month, on January 17th, standing on the platform of that very same station, and looking out over what we call the east side, which had been burned to the ground, literally. It had been completely leveled, you know, when things get burned out, they come in and level everything. And then across the Christina River, they called the Third Street Bridge. It was all overwhelmingly 100% African-American community. And I was standing on that platform on January 17th, waiting for a, uh, a black man to come 26 miles from Philadelphia to pick me up and take me on a train ride to Washington, D.C. with 10,000 people standing down below cheering. And my son, Bo, was alive then. He was the attorney general of the state of Delaware at the time. And uh, my daughter, who's a social worker, ran the largest criminal justice program in the state, and my son. You know, if you worked for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. Okay, if you had, all right, 
does anyone notice something wrong here? Is it? Um, I'm just wondering because when I watched this the first time, I'm sitting there listening to him, and I'm like, "Is something wrong with Joe? Is the mask preventing him from breathing?" I mean, he's taking this mask thing. The, all the Democrats are taking this mask thing a little too far. He's having a hard time breathing in the mask. I think his mask should say, I can't breathe. Listen to him. Son, who was the, running the World Food Health Program, the World Food Program USA, the largest program in the, country, in the world. And, um, uh, and I called him up. And all of a sudden hit me. Here I was, and that whole area has been rebuilt. And Third Street Bridge is still in a little bit of trouble, but things have moved. And I said, don't tell me things can't change. And I told them about the story. Am I violating social distancing here, walking up? I guess I am. Sorry. Yeah. And... Um, and I said, don't tell me things can't change. And I told the story and pointed, reminded them what it was when I was a young attorney. And, uh, but I made a mistake about something. I thought you could defeat hate. If you're the one that's creating the hate, why are you going to try to defeat it? If you're the one that's creating the hate, why are you going to try to defeat it? It is not the Republican Party. It's not those on the right. Okay, now you may have some that are like far, far, far right that don't like, you know, that that believe a certain way. Sure. But you have the Democrat Party as a whole that created the Jim Crow law. The Democratic Party as a whole that created the KKK. If you want to talk about battling hate or getting rid of it, then you have to get rid of the Democrat Party. It's plain and simple. It only hides. It only hides. And when someone in authority breathes oxygen under that rock, it legitimizes those folks to come on out, come out front of the rocks. And um, and uh, I hadn't planned on running for anything again after my son had died. Okay. Now, this is where we get to like the, the part of the meat of this whole thing. Joe Biden went into a church and he straight up lied to the American people and people watching and the people in the church trying to say that president Trump is the one creating racism. The uh, Jacob Blake, did he get shot simply because he was black or did Jacob Blake get shot because he was not listening to police officers. He opened up the car door. They have no idea what he's reaching for when they told him to stop. And it, they're not, they're not drawing their guns at him, telling him to go get his driver's license. They're not doing that. They can put him in handcuffs, put him on the ground, and then they can search the vehicle for his driver's license. Cause whatever took place, before that, they had a reason to pull their firearms out on them, on him. So now listen, this is where we get to it, where Joe Biden sitting in the house of God, if you want to call it that. And straight up lies. And I was a professor at college and 
running a, another program at another college until I saw those people coming out of Charlottesville. There it is. There it is. I constantly tell you, they keep up. They keep bringing up Charlottesville. Why do they keep bringing up Charlottesville? Because they have nothing else. There's nothing else. And even in, and even Charlottesville, there were good people on both sides. Why do they keep thinking that Democrats can't be good people? Because not all Democrats are bad. So President Trump was correct. Not all not. There were good people on both sides. Because I know many Democrats that are like waking up and realizing what the Democrat Party is all about. So not everybody was bad on the Democrat side. So President Trump was completely correct. But listen to Joe. Carrying torches, literally torches coming out of the fields. Close your eyes. Remember what you saw on television. Their veins bulging, their hate filled speech, chanting the same anti-Semitic bile that was chanted in the streets of Germany in the 30s. And the same thing that Democrats were chanting in the 30s. Let's not forget about the Democrats. You know, that was during the same time. You're talking about the 1930s. That was the same time where white Democrats were still hanging black people. Let's not forget about that, Joe. And on top of that, um, accompanied by white supremacists, Ku Klux Klan, young woman was killed protesting the, those folks. And the president of the United States was asked, he was asked, what do you think? And he said, quote, something no president's ever, ever said. Yeah. And so think about it. What about the, the police officer? What's his name? Uh, Durham, the black police officer that BLM killed. What about the white guy in Portland that they just assassinated? What about the other hundreds of people that they've constantly attacked? See, Joe Biden. And the Democrats seem to have a problem recognizing who's actually causing all the violence, who's doing it. But like I said, they don't have a single thing that they can bring up about Republicans. And then they try to bring up the Charlottesville as if that is a Republican movement. And it's not as if that's a conservative Christian movement. And it's not what they're trying to say. And you know what? Just to be clear, Charlottesville, the people that showed up at Charlottesville, that that were that were having the event, not the leftists, because the leftists showed up to, to be disruptive and to cause violence. The people that were having the event in Charlottesville were there to protect the statue or to to fight to keep the history intact. That's why they were there. And then leftists showed up because they didn't want people to remember their history. These statues that they're trying to take down represents the history of the Democrat party. But yet now the Democrats want to take it down because they want to change history. They don't want us to know the truth. So they're very fine people on both sides. Yes, there were no president has ever said anything like that. The generic point I'm making is not all his fault, but it legitimizes it legitimizes the dark side of human nature. And what it did, though, it also exposed what had not been paid enough attention to the underlying racism that is institutionalized in the United States still still exists, has existed for 400 years. He's talking about the racism the Democrats have been doing. 
And you know what? This is another thing that kind of bothers me is that the Democrats have convinced some people to believe that right after this, the first civil war against the Republicans and the Democrats, the North and the South, because the Republicans were the North, the Democrats were the South. Right after that war, the Democrats today, and it's, it's the same great, one of the greatest deceptions ever. The Democrats are slowly convincing people that it was the Republicans that did all of these bad things. And it was Democrats. See, they, they don't, they don't, they themselves never say that, you know what? Our party, this is what they should say. Our party, the Democrat party did all of these things to black people. And we, and the Democrat, but see the Democrat party, another great deception was to get everyone to believe that the party switched, which is totally false. And, uh, and so what's happened is that we end up in a circumstance like you had here in Kenosha and have here in Kenosha. But, you know, I am as my, I had a serious operation years ago, a neurosurgeon, and I was, he gave me a relatively small chance of making it after it was all over. I said, I'll be fine. And he said, you know what your problem is, Senator? He said, you're a congenital optimist. Well, I think we've reached an inflection point in American history. I honest to God believe we have an enormous opportunity. Now that the the screen, the, the, the curtain's been pulled back. And- the curtain's been pulled back, all right. I can't tell you how many black people actually see the truth now. I mean, seriously, it is probably, you know, I had one lady call me and tell me it was around 60%. You know what? I would not be surprised if it's more. I think President Trump is going to get so many votes from the black people this election that it's going to be Russia's fault. (laughs) They're going to blame. They're already, you know what? They're already blaming Russia for the violence in the street today. You don't believe me? Oh, just wait. I got it for you. I have it for you with what is coming out the donkey's mouth. That's what's going on in the country. To do a lot of really positive things. You know, as much as they say that, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter has lost some standing since the president's gone on this rant about, you know, law and order, etc. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. He's just said President Trump is going on this rant about law and order or whatever. Like President Trump going on a rant about law and order is a bad thing. Did y'all hear that? Like it's a bad thing. See, that proves my point. President Trump can come up with a cure to every single element on the planet and the left would be against it. President Trump says that he's for law and order and the left, they are against it. Listen to him. I'm going to play that part one more time. You know, as much as they say that, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter has lost some standing since the president's gone on this rant about, you know, law and order, etc. Still, you have over 50 percent of the American people supporting it was up to 78. That's never happened before. That is a total. See, that is a total lie. You, you, you mean to tell me he just said 78 percent of the American people supports that demonic entity, that demonic group, Black Lives Matter. 
Black Lives Matter is anti-God and he's in church talking about Black Lives Matter, BLM. They are anti-God. Straight up, they are anti-God. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. God, they're anti-family unit with the with the man being in the household, and he's in the house of God saying this stuff. My goodness, it, it makes me think about something else that's going to happen that is coming. It it really does. He's standing in God's house, straight up lying, and now he's talking about his fifty percent. Are you kidding me? I've never, ever supported ELM from the day it was born under Obama. I never, ever supported it. I never, ever supported it because I saw it was demonic then and it's demonic now. People are beginning to see because of COVID who the people are out breaking their necks and risking their lives to keep them safe in their homes. You know that old definition of a firefighter. God made man, and then he made a couple firefighters. You're all crazy, thanks God. I grew up in a neighborhood. You either became a firefighter or a priest. I wasn't qualified for either, so here's what I am. But all kidding aside, think of what's happened. Think of all the people. Who are all those people? You got over 6,000 young dreamers, quote-unquote dreamers, you know, the Hispanic community, who in fact... Uh, are on the front lines dealing with COVID. You have all those folks working in a supermarket, stacking the shelves, making five, six, seven bucks an hour. In fact, uh, and they're mostly minorities, African-Americans, Latinos. Why is that? And he's talking about Democrat-ran cities. You know what? When a business opens up and they're hiring people, they hire people based on the minimum wage. And then it's entirely up to the individual to work hard to make something of themselves, to work, to work, to get that pay raise, that pay increase. That's what it comes to. That's what it means to do hard work. But see, the Democrats, they are completely against hard work. Have y'all heard about it? AOC even said that people can sit on the couch. And I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, she was talking about like maybe $2,600 a month for doing nothing. The government just pay for it. No, not the government. Oh, the people that's actually working will pay for it. I don't think so. But see, the Democrats, they, they're all for people doing nothing. And then they try to act like they're for everybody doing something. Listen to them. People are beginning to figure out who we are as a country. This is not who we are. This is not who we are. So the first point I want to make to you all is I am not pessimistic. I'm optimistic about the opportunity if we seize it. Now let me respond to each one, each, what each of you had to say. Tim, you talked about it's a lot more than uh, you got to put money behind the solutions. The country's ready to put that money behind the solutions now. 
Here's what I propose, and it's going to happen. You point out 30 percent poverty rate among African-Americans. You have living wages don't exist. We're going to nationalize $15 an hour. No one should ever work, have to work two jobs just to make it. That's not right in America. Just two jobs just to make, just to make the, just to be above the poverty rate, above the poverty level. Prison reform, there's a whole lot of forms it takes, but my view is we should turn prison reform, and I've been preaching this for the last five years. All right. What Joe Biden has been preaching prison reform for the last five years? <laughs> He's been preaching prison reform for the last five years? So the if we're talking about the last five years, that was like at the end of Obama's administration to try to make it look like they're for black people on the way out. Do, do you understand that? He was preaching. He said he was preaching for the last five years. What about the 1994 crime bill and, and the same black people that's in there. I'm, I'm willing to bet that some, some of the black people in this church had somebody locked up over petty crimes during that time. I'm, I'm willing to bet it because we're talking about, especially in Democrat ran cities, more black people got locked up like no tomorrow where they had governors and mayors during the time when I was in Arkansas, Billy Clinton was governor and they locked up a lot of black people. I mean, a lot of black people from prison punishment to reform. So for example, Anybody serves their time in prison, when they get out, they should be entitled to every single program that exists under the federal government. Why don't we want them getting a Pell Grant and going to school? Why don't we want them getting a job and being able to get public housing, housing subsidies? Why don't we want them qualifying for what used to be called food stamps? Now, see, all of these things he's talking about is something that the Democrats have done to black people. Democrats put black people in the ghettos. Democrats put black people in the projects. Democrats put black people on welfare and then have convinced black people to have the welfare as a career move. I'm telling you, I have family members passed away, but I have family members that went on welfare and was talking about them making it a career move. And and then what was really crazy, I knew some family members that had jobs and they got pensions and stuff. And then they, they finagled some stuff, use some other people's social security number. This was, this was like 20 years ago. And then they would get on the welfare just so they could have that welfare check. It was like the thing to do. I thought it was crazy then. And this is crazy now. But right now, I wrote years ago with a guy named Specter, Senator from Pennsylvania, the Second Chance Act. Because right now we're in a situation where you get out of prison. I don't think you all know this. You get a you get a bus ticket, 25 bucks. By the way, 93 percent of everybody, 93 out of every 100 prisoners in prison are behind a city jail, a county jail, a state jail, not a federal prison. You know, it's funny to me how Joe Biden all of a sudden cares about people in prison, especially black people. All of a sudden. Oh, wait a minute. Forgive me, everybody. It's election year. What am I thinking? Brock and I were able to reduce the prison population federally by 38,000 folks. (laughs) Those 38,000 
And, you know, he, he, I'm pretty sure he had a great deal with putting a great deal of them in prison. Buddy who gets convicted of a drug crime, not one that is terms of massive selling, but consumption. They shouldn't go to prison. <clears throat> Come on. I, I, I had to stop it there. Part of Joe Biden's crime bill was he locked up. OK, so, for example, when a white person got caught with cocaine, they got I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, like three years, possibly three years, two to two to three years or something like that. And then when a black person get caught with crack cocaine, it was almost like up to 10 years. For using. For using. And now all of a sudden he's like. You know what? I'm willing to, I'm willing to bet Joe Biden completely forgot that he did that to black people. And apparently the black people sitting in this church with him don't even remember it either. Should go to mandatory rehabilitation. Instead of building more prisons, I've been proposing for some time we build rehabilitation centers. Mandatory. They've got to go to mandatory rehab. But it's not part of the record when they get out if they finish it. Because the point you made, you get a record. And it stays with you. Sorry, you can't get the job because you had did the following, even if it's a misdemeanor. We shouldn't be putting anybody in jail for that. We should find ourselves in a situation where housing right now in the United States of America, we don't have the kind of housing funding we had back in our administration earlier before that, even the Republican administrations. Why is it now? that he's running for president that all of a sudden he cares about these issues wholeheartedly while all of a sudden now that he's running for president that he's actually wanting to make these changes and a lot of these changes that he's talking about doing that's positive for black people and white people president trump has already done it see uh, and uh, it's amazing to me that the people sitting in this church don't even realize Everything he's talking about doing positive for black people getting out of prison. President Trump has already done that. Prison reform. And are the people so out of touch that they don't realize it? I mean. No one should have to pay more than 30 percent of their income to be able to live and have housing, including people on the street. That's why I propose a four hundred billion dollar program to vastly increase available housing in America. Okay, let me stop it there. I mean, I I can't help it. In a in in the state of California, San Francisco has that same policy. What he's talking about, where they take money, where they get money coming to the city for the homeless, and the homeless get uh, like a thousand dollars a month if they if they're on there and they register homeless, they get a thousand dollars a month. They get free needles. They get free uh, other contraceptives. They get free drugs. Long and, and all they have to do is stay on the street. The government's paying it. And then on top of that, the, there's other money because they get a thousand dollars a month, but there's so much more money that goes into the city that is being pocketed or they don't even know where it goes after it comes into the city. It's a money pit. They're not going to do anything to make any changes. All they're going to do is keep people in the same predicament. Look what's happening over the past 60 years. 
They've done this same thing over and over in every two to four years. They come out and they give all these empty promises and people be like, yes, yes, yes. This is what we want to hear. He's tickling these black people's ears. And they and they're like, oh, yes, it feels good in my ear. It feels good in my ear every year. But nothing ever happens. And by the way, it's not a waste of money. Even the folks on Wall Street point out that will increase the GDP, make it grow. People will do better. People will do better. Hard as a devil for any of your clients who are black to get a, an entrepreneurial b- business loan. All the studies show they're just as qualified to be able to succeed as anyone else is. Brock and I put together a program that was $1.5 billion that brought $30 billion off the sidelines. And we, we provide that program for the local small business association so you can go and apply. Because guess what? If you get a loan, then the private sector says, hey, he's got government backing him. We're going to join him. We'll get in to deal with him or her. We're going to move that to $150 billion. It's fundamentally changing where we go. Okay, I, I'm giving you too much. I can see you're about to stand up. <laughs> Mental health. <laughs> Look. President Trump put in this program called Opportunity Zones. The president, see the dem, the, see the difference between the Democrats and President Trump. The Democrats will tickle your ear. They'll tell you what they want to do every single time, every single time. And you all have heard this. This is nothing new to y'all. Everyone is watching right now and listening. This is nothing new to you. Every single thing that he just said, they said it year after year, every election year, midterm or during a presidential election. They've said it every single time what they want to do. They tickle people ear. And then here come President Trump. He comes in and he actually does what he says he's going to do. And that's what that's why they're so upset with him, because President Trump said, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And bam, bam, bam. He does it. They don't know how to react. But yet Joe Biden, he comes into this church lying. My goodness, lying. Trying to act like the stuff that President Trump is already doing, like he's going to do it all of a sudden. Do you not see the same thing? It's a pattern. Most people, when they start waking up, you see the pattern. A lot of people that are still asleep, they just like the, the way that their ears tickle. Mental health is a badly needed commodity right now. That's why in the Affordable Care Act, we insisted it be treated equally. There's no difference between a mental health problem and a physical health problem. They're both related to your health. They have, should be both covered. It talked about the whole idea of federal support, you know, clinics, and you know, we, we, we need community clinics. You guys are expected to do everything right now. And Barb, you talked about, you know, re, rebuilding. Well, you know what? Let's get something straight here. Protesting is protesting, my buddy John Lewis used to say. But none of it justifies looting, burning, or anything else. So... At what point is Joe Biden going to say all of my supporters that hear my voice, cut it out because you're making us look bad. He's not going to say that. 
And then you have the liberal media along with Joe to give the impression that it's Trump supporters looting, rioting. I'm serious. I am straight up serious. They are they're, they're pushing that narrative. And then on top of that, like I mentioned a minute ago, they're even saying Russia is the reason why we have all of the racial division and the violence in the country. They're blaming Russia again. I have proof of it. It's coming. So regardless how angry you are, if you loot or you burn, you should be held accountable as someone who does anything else. Period. It's just not it's just cannot be tolerated across the board. And then. See, he says across the board, but it's not Trump supporters burning businesses. See, this is the this is the main problem that I have with the left, because they don't want to take any responsibility for the for the nonsense that they put out there for all of the violence that they're actually spewing and getting people to do. They never want to take credit for it. Angela, you know, you uh, you talk about the whole issue of uh, sentencing. One of the things that. I proposed is we make sure that prosecutors are able to have to list what the option charges are given to persons. For example, if you're a white guy who can afford a lawyer and you're charged with a crime, you're not charged with nine crimes, nine and given nine alternatives and say, if you plead the 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 least one, we're going to put you on probation. And but uh, and you have no lawyer. Or you have a public defender who's getting paid half the federal prosecutor's getting paid. Public defenders are going to get paid the same of federal public defenders, the same amount as prosecutors are going to get paid. So you have representation. Because once you get that on your record, you've got a real problem. Well, two people show up for a job. You have that thing you pled to. You weren't guilty of any of it. But rather than run the risk of going to jail for five years, you pled to get out from under anything, but you did probation. That happens all the time. That's why we have to have the Federal Department of Justice, which is not much of a Department of Justice right now, have the ability to go and look at the methods that are used by prosecutors in their offices, how they, in fact, deal with sentencing and what they do. Do y'all hear him? That mask is a problem. That mask is a problem. He can't breathe under that thing. And here in a minute, he's going to pull it down below his his nostrils so he can breathe because he's having a hard time trying to comply with this Chinese regime. There's a lot more to say, but I probably already said too much, except that (laughs) there's a lot we're able to do. The public is ready to do these things. I promise you. I promise you. Last piece, education. The idea... In the United States of America, your education is determined by your zip code. Title I schools, you all know what a Title I school is, mostly in black and Hispanic neighborhoods, but also poor white neighborhoods where they can't afford the tax base. They don't have the Title I schools are able to get $15 billion a year to make up for the $200 billion gap that exists between them and, 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 and other school districts, white school districts. And again... That's because the Democrats prevent people from getting assistance when they, when, when they want to get these vouchers to go to whatever school they want. See, the Democrats, they don't want people being able to select the school. The same black people in this church, President Trump trying to put in policies to where they can have the choice where they want to send their child. The Democrats say no to that. 
because the Democrats want to make sure that your child going to a public school. I'm telling you this before the pandemic. So then that way they can indoctrinate your children based on what they want you, your children to believe. Well, guess what? We move that to 45 billion a year. It means I can put every three, four and five year old in school, in school. We've learned a lot in the last eight years. Every major university and prestigious university in the country has pointed out that it increases by 58 percent the chances of that child, no matter what home they came from, will get all the way through all 12 years of school. It also insists that we provide for right now we have one one school psychologist for every 1,505 kids in America. We know now that about 60 percent of a child's brain is developed by the time they reach that age. And anxiety that exists with children that can be identified early is able to be dealt with anxiety. I think uh, Joe Biden's brain is, you know, on the reverse of development. I'm just saying. But they don't do it now because they don't they can't pick it up. And there's a situation again where when you do that, we know we know that the most at-risk generation for the first time in American history is the Z generation. They have the greatest degree of anxiety of any generation all the way up the scale, no matter where they are. We've also learned, and I'll end with this. I know you're getting too antsy. Sit down, man. No, I get it. Okay. <laughs> How do but, I do but that? Here, right? How do I thing. stop that? But, 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 but this is important. Here's the deal. If you think about it, I guess the, 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 the guy he's talking to is the pastor of the church and the pastor of the church or some is standing up because Joe Biden is just rambling on and they want to make sure that Joe Biden doesn't talk too much because at some point he, he, he puts, he always puts his foot in his mouth. I mean, he's already done it multiple times. He's in the church lying to people. We've finally figured out drug abuse doesn't call mental, cause mental health problems. Mental health problems cause drug abuse. And if you don't detect the anxiety in children early and deal with it and treat it, you increase exponentially the prospect that they're going to be, in fact, find themselves susceptible to the, what's happening in the community. The generic point I'm making is there's so much we can do. So much we can do. And we can do it just by eliminating the tax cut for the top one-tenth of one percent, which is one trillion three hundred and fifty billion dollars, has done nothing to help anybody. Nineteen corporations making a billion dollars apiece don't pay a single penny in taxes. I'm not going to punish anybody, but everybody should pay a fair share. I can lay up for I won't now because they'll shoot me. But here's the deal. I pay for every single thing I'm proposing without raising your taxes one penny. If you make less than 400 grand, you're not going to get a penny tax and you're going to get a tax cut if you make under $125,000. You're going to get a tax cut. Well, see, President Trump did a tax cut for everybody. This is Will Johnson here. Thank you for listening. Please head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com and support me today. I am listener supported. God bless.
You know, if you work for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.